Hey, everybody. Welcome to Redeemed Church's Midweek Podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Kurt. And this is episode number three. And we are so excited about this episode. We have three guests this week, and they're three young leaders in the Redeemed community. We're going to have Haley, Lisi, and Caleb, and they're going to share their wisdom. We wanted to talk to them because they're three seniors in high school, and this COVID outbreak has really impacted them in some unique ways. But also, we want to talk about how they're hopeful for this next generation. Yeah, these guys are going to give us some of some insights about how they've been spending their time with their family, but also their, their relationship with God, how, what that has looked like over these last six weeks. We're really excited to share this with you. So without further ado, we'll get started. All right, and everyone, we want to welcome a variety of guests to this week's midweek podcast. We're going to go around and we're just going to have each person introduce themselves. So we're going to start here with Haley. Do you mind just sharing a little bit about yourself? Okay, my name's Haley. I'm 17 years old and I go to, I'm a senior at Stadium High School. Um, a little bit about myself. I would love to sing. I love to watch sports and I love school kind of. I miss <laughs> school. There you go. That's, <laughs> That's great. Now, Lisi, how about you? Okay, so my name's Lisi and um, I go to Lincoln High School currently. Well, I'm a senior there. And um, I'm 18 years old and about myself. Okay, I go, uh, well, I'm a president of um, the Black Student Union and I'm ASB vice president and I like soccer. I'm soccer captain and I like I'm just in love with soccer. <laughs> awesome. Wow. I didn't know that about you. That's great. Now, is, is your season in the fall or the spring? It's in the fall. Okay. So you got to have your senior year. Yeah. Okay. And Caleb, go ahead and introduce yourself. Uh, my name's Caleb. I'm, set, I'm 18 years old. I go to Mount Tom High School. I'm in the military currently right now. I've been in for about a year and a half almost. Yeah, I've been to basic training. Something cool about me. I can do a backflip on a trampoline. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Are you sharpshooter? Matt? Uh, I got my score was 31 out of 40 on a marksmanship for a rifle. So that's something. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. That's better than mine. I'll tell you that. I don't have a score, but I'm guessing it would be better than mine. So. <laughs> That's Can awesome. I say my connection to all three of these? I feel like I'm so blessed to be doing this interview with these three amazing seniors. Haley is my niece and Lisi, her mama, was my high school counselor way back in the day in Vancouver, Washington at Mountain View High School. It's amazing to see a Lenore's girl all grown up. And Caleb and I share the military in common. He's, yeah, he's in, are you in the army though? Did you just say the army? Yeah, Army National Guard. I'm switching yeah. to the Air Force, though. Oh, you are? Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you for serving. Oh, you too. So, Haley, we'll start with you. The first question is, in light of this coronavirus and having to, you know, an unprecedented time where we all have to do social distancing, that's, it's been probably a challenge as a high school senior. I can't even imagine being, being at the age that you are. But tell us about what are you doing differently and how are you kind of coping with, with all this? So my high school life is super busy normally. And so this is a pretty interesting time for me to try and navigate all these different twists and turns. I'm choir president and 
theater vice president. And so I'm really involved with that. And then our spring show, I have the lead in and that has been postponed, but we've, um, we have been making really creative ways to still try and keep this all going. So we've been having rehearsals, rehearsal Zoom meetings. We've had senior Zoom meetings. As for graduation, it's all virtual now. And that's been pretty hard to come to terms with just because when you start out school, you kind of are looking forward to that graduation ceremony. But I think that us as a class, we're doing really well, staying positive and just finding new ways to kind of support ourselves and to celebrate ourselves. That's awesome. And Lisi, how about for you? What, what does life look like for you these last couple of months? Um, so yeah, I, during my school year, I was pretty busy also with clubs and sports and stuff like that. And it kind of felt like it like fell off the deep end. <laughs> we, we, what was, what was the date? I think it was like March 15th. That was like our last day of school, but no one really knew. Cause they were like, you'll come back in two weeks. So no one really said bye to anybody. And you kind of just were like, all right, we'll see you in a couple of weeks. And then like kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And now it's like, this is so crazy. Like you're not going to see your peers anymore. It's hard to see your friends, especially since social distancing and that stuff. So I guess you, you just have to kind of keep busy, but I think it is a blessing in some terms because um, you get to spend time with your family. You get more opportunities to do things that you wouldn't necessarily do when you have a lot of schoolwork or something like that. But mm-hmm. so I think it's also like, it's a good and a bad thing. For sure. It's such an interesting time to, you know, your senior year is such an important time to say goodbye to people and, and to have it just in so abruptly must've just been wild. Caleb, how about for you? Like Lisi said, definitely family has been more a part of my uh, life now. I can go hang out with my little brother more, my little sister. We go to the park sometimes. Uh, I had a lot more downtime to actually focus on what I want to do in the future, uh, my goals. You know, I still want to be in the military for a little bit. Might join the Navy later on, um, do some special forces through that. For now, uh, just trying to do a lot of – actually, I'm doing a lot of – parkour with my little brother it's really cool um yeah playing the guitar a lot more have a lot more free time to do that so yeah i've had a lot more free time to do things spend more time with my family school has been a little bit easier i haven't decided what college i want to go to yet though so you guys are doing some amazing things to just keep yourselves productive and you know like in the game and i love hearing that all all of you are enjoying the time with your family more that's great to hear I can relate in a way I was a school teacher and I got pregnant with Finley and I went in for an appointment and the doctor said, okay, you're going on bed rest. You're not going back to work. And so the, the last day of teaching, I didn't know it was going to be my last day. I was home and the substitute took over for the year. And in a way it was sort of a blessing because I didn't have a chance to, it's a, it was, it hurt. It, it hurt too. I didn't have a chance to, to, to grieve it. It was just over. And all of the things I would have done, you know, that can kind of, I don't know, you kind of perseverate on it and you kind of get anxious about it. Like what's this last day going to be like, not to say that you guys have had or going to would have felt that way. But for me, I can, I, I, I look back and I'm like, wow, that changed, that just changed my perspective on something. So the reason I'm, I said all that is because I'm just kind of wondering how you guys are feeling about the way that things have transpired. 
So at first it was definitely, I was going through a very, very hard time just because the end of the year, I had so many things in line. Like I had my last, my final show, my last choir concert, graduation, prom. I had a Disneyland trip, performing arts Disneyland trip. All these things I had that were in line to have the best year ever just suddenly disappeared. And then I left school not knowing that that would be the last time I would walk the halls. Mm -hmm. So I think I've come a little bit to terms with it now. I think I'm doing better than I was, but it was definitely a really big challenge at first for me. So um, I think that personally it was hard at first, like Kaylee was saying, but it's kind of, I'm kind of getting used to it now, but at first it was really hard because all of my friends, well, we go to Lincoln high school. So a lot of my friends and a lot of the kids that went there, this was like a huge thing for them to to see their family, see them and to have their families feel proud of them. Hmm. And especially if they're like going off to college and like to feel that support, it was hurtful for them, especially to see that there's not going to be graduation. There's not going to be prom where you look forward to. So I think it's really hard, but, um, you're kind of starting to get used to it because, well, I mean, everybody has to at some point, but yeah. Yeah. Caleb, what are you thinking? How are you feeling about all this? So um, the virus hasn't really affected my family in any certain way, um, which I've doing a lot of praying recently, making sure that doesn't happen. Let's see personally, you know, it's just the same as my last answer. It's really just been good with family. And, you know, I've had a lot of free time to do a lot of things, focus on myself. Um, you know, school's easy because, you know, all this, the homework and everything is, uh, it can just up your grade. It can't downgrade it anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So there are a lot of parents that are listening to this podcast, hopefully, that have teenagers. And this is unprecedented times. It's, not normal life. What advice would you give to parents on how they can best support and love their teenagers, whether they're seniors in high school or freshmen in high school or even junior high? For your the kids like me who took it really, really hard, I would say just like, just give so much patience and grace. It's such a hard time and no one's really been through this. And so I know it can be hard to relate at times because like, for example, my mom, she didn't really go through this. And so she's seeing all these things that she got to have and I didn't get to have. And so just like, just that grace and just understanding and it'll take time. It's going to take time. That's what I would say. That's great. Lisi, any thoughts? Yeah. So I would kind of say the same it's new for everybody. No one's really been through this before. And for your kids, I think that you should just show that you like love and support them. And you still are proud of them because they still did go through all of those years of schooling just because, you know, you didn't get maybe get a prom or didn't walk across the stage. That doesn't mean that you didn't still accomplish something. So I feel like you should still acknowledge that they did finish out the year. And even though this is hard for them, still kids are still turning in work. Kids are still like pushing through. So I feel like that, yeah, you should just show that you're proud of them and that you support them. That's awesome. I love that. Caleb, any thoughts for you? If I was them, ask my child if they need help in anything, if they uh, 
you know, want to go do something, even though like, you know, most of the places are closed, like maybe go like for a camping trip, you know, perfect time to go camping right now. Um, you know, just hang out with your, your, your kids and stuff, you know, understand that this is a very odd time that, you know, nothing like this has really happened, but yeah, you know, just be understanding of your kids and, you know, try not to stir up arguments in, in any way, shape or form, you know, just stay calm. That's great advice. You guys, all of you really touched on something that I think that parents can take, take away and, and think about. And I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there that are already doing that. So great job parents and great job kiddos for hanging in there, continuing to do your work. That's so true, Lacey. Like kids are still, you guys are still in high school. You guys are still plugging away. Like Haley was just telling me just today that all of your work, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, Haley, but all of your work has to be turned in for graduation by May 5th. Is that right? Yeah, we have this thing called our high school and beyond plan. And so it's like the district wants to make sure that you're on track and that you have a plan after high school. And usually that's due, you know, a little bit around the last day of school for seniors. And we don't, we usually have help with that, but now we're on our own and the deadline is sooner. And so Oh, wow. I'm kind of rushing to get that done. Okay. So Kurt and I also know the three of you because we all attend Redeemed Church and it's been an, it's been fun seeing each of you serve in different capacities. Caleb, you work in the children's ministry, volunteer there. All of my kids know and love you. And Lisey, you uh, went on a, a mission trip to Peru that I got to go along with Cole on that with you as well. It was awesome seeing you in that capacity. And of course, Haley, um, listeners will recognize Haley's voice. Um, She is on the worship team and she sings her heart out every Sunday. And she also went to Peru on the mission trip. And all three of you are just, just really have a servant's heart and just want to do I see what what God wants you to do and serve where God wants you to serve. So I guess, but the next set of questions, uh, I think I know Kurt and I are especially interested to know, and and maybe um, listeners are really interested to know, how have you been leaning on God and what has God been showing you or teaching you or saying to you during this time? Want to start with Haley? So being on the worship team, I was able to practice that worship throughout the week. So I would I would practice the songs every single day and then I would have that moment on stage on Sundays. And that was just something that kept me consistent and um, it was a way that I was able to serve God and just stay in that place of worship. But when this all kind of happened and I wasn't able to do that anymore, I kind of lost hope and I'm like, now what will I do now? I, I don't, I don't understand why this is all happening. Um, But God really led me to find other ways to worship and find other ways to serve him. So for example, I just got a new keyboard. And so I've been learning worship songs on the piano. I started writing songs. I would take um, verses and, you know, make them into song lyrics. And that's just something that I've been doing to keep myself accountable and to keep myself in that, a moment of worship at all, t- like at all times, at most times, like I was, you know, seven weeks ago. That's beautiful. I can't wait to hear your stuff, but it's just really beautiful that the Lord is leading you to do that for you, for your own 
comfort. I love that. What about you, Lisi? When um, we were listening one time to a service and they were talking about how um, before this whole pandemic was happening and it was talking about how you only love God as much as you love his word. And Mm. at the time I was not reading the Bible because I guess I had excuses or whatever. I know it's not an excuse, but when this whole thing like went down, I think it like opened up a lot of doors to time and it gave me like a lot of time to just really buckle down and be like, well, you don't really have any excuses because you're not doing anything. So um, I've been reading the Bible a lot more. I've been meditating on his word, been praying. And I think it's just given us time. Like, and no one really knows like when God is coming, but I feel like this is like giving us like a time to like, just make sure that we're right with God before mm-hmm. he does you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that this is, this is a blessing because it's helping a lot of people really get, um, their relationship. Right. That's a, that's amazing, Lacey. And I love that you brought up uh, just the part of maybe like the excuse for not necessarily reading when you guys are busy, busy reading your textbooks and doing all the things for, for high school, your schoolwork, it is difficult to get into the word. And so, um, it's understandable, but I love that, that God, really the first thing I felt like you, what you said was he was drawing you to his word and you, that just was highlighted for you. And so I think that's just, I think that's so beautiful and I'm glad, I'm sure you've been finding lots of nuggets and cool revelations in your reading. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) That's great. What about you, Caleb? Just a couple weeks after the virus uh, happened in uh, Washington, I just, I woke up one morning feeling like, you know, I was a little empty and I just decided, you know what, maybe I should just start going on walks every morning since I have the free time to do so. And I was listening to uh, this YouTube video on my phone while I was walking around um, Mount Tahoma track. And it was a story of Barabbas and Jesus. And I was listening to it and the preacher was talking about how we're Barabbas and, you know, God is giving his son for Barabbas. You know how Barabbas was, you know, they have the Jewish have a holy holy day out of the, out of one year. They release a prisoner from the prison, and they decided to release Barabbas and keep Jesus. Um, and basically, what God was telling him was, you know, God has given His life. Jesus has given His life to you, and He's and He wants you to make something out of it. And hopefully, uh, you can you can do something with that. So I walk home, you know, decide put aside my planner, start making a, a note of what I need to start doing to, uh, to accomplish things in my life. And I said, you know what, every morning I wake up at 4:20 in the morning, I'm going to go on a, a workout run an hour, an hour, two hours, something like that, you know, start my day off, get home, do my homework, then, uh, you know, plan something the next day, you know, just keep planning. And God has just been giving me the, the story of Barabbas and Jesus. And he's just been telling me every single day, don't stop what you're doing. Wake up every morning, keep the routine, keep what you have going because Jesus died for you on the cross. Jesus, you know, he didn't just die for you to sit at home and Mm. and waste your life away. You know, I want to be something. I want to make something of myself and, uh, you know, use my body to the most advantages I can get. You know, be somebody who, like I look up to David Goggins. He's an American Navy SEAL. Um, God's just been giving me all these inspirational people to look at and to uh, see who I need to become or who I need to become myself. And uh, I've just been getting a lot of inspiration recently. That's so cool. It sounds like you're really stewarding 
your you, your life, your your body, your mind, your time, your energy really well. That's yes. amazing. Love it. One one question I have is, you know, as leaders in this next generation, and really this is gonna this quarantine is gonna shape your generation in a lot of ways. We wanted to ask you, what gives you the most hope about this next generation? The those that are in your generation, what do you see that we can be hopeful for? both uh, just as a generation and then also as young Christians coming into this world? I think that our class is especially unique because just our work ethic, I think is really awesome. And just our ability to just love one another is also really awesome. Like, I don't feel like I go into school or would go and talk to my graduating class. I don't feel like I would feel any like hate or anything you know what I mean and I I just think that there's just so much potential for us and I for me I felt like when this happened this is like oh no this is what I worked my whole life for well no we're we worked our whole life for something more than this something bigger than this and I think that's really important I think that the class of 2020 sees that and um we're gonna strive for greatness that's great, Haley. I love that. What about you, Lisi? Yeah, so I think that um, the class of 2020 is going to be big because especially during this time, it kind of proves that we're doing our work, we're getting our work done, even though there's like this crazy thing happening. We're still leaning on each other. We're still supporting each other. And I think that that just kind of proves that, um, I don't know, it kind of just proves that like, we're going to be okay in the end and we're going to push through. And um, especially when we're leaning on each other and leaning on God, that's just confirmation. For my generation, you know, I, I kind of do wish there were more people that add, uh, you know, more discipline, uh, more integrity because there's very hard times right now. And I, and I do realize that, you know, people don't, they don't have the guidance from the teachers that they need by the end of the school year. And there's a lot of people that just don't do their stuff. But yeah, you know, the people that I see at my school, I, I feel bad for them sometimes because, um, you know, they're not very religious. They don't have, you know, Christian values and, and uh, knowledge. And, and it hurts to see that, you know, people just waste their life away by the things that they do, you know, skipping class and stuff. Um, hopefully it's different at Haley and Lisi's school. It's but when I got back from basic training, I saw a whole different view of what I used to see before I went to basic training because <clears throat> the army turns you into, or the military in, in general turns you into something that, you know, you see more clearly, you understand that authorities, you know, there to help. And uh, I just hope that our generation can realize a little bit more about authority and uh, to be, I guess, more respectful to the older older generation in a way. Caleb, that was awesome. What you just said, the, the army military definitely gives one a very different perspective on, on life and on, and, and for people. And I just, am, I just believe that God is going to use that in your life and in big ways. But uh, I guess I'm thinking now, like, because all of you are people of faith, women of faith, a man of faith, how has God, like shown up for you during this time, like, and, and to add on to that, do you guys each feel like you in your future plans want to serve the Lord? 
Like, is he calling you to something? So I would say that at the beginning of, of this all, when it all came to bloom or whatever, I was so uneasy and I was not at peace. And so the greatest thing that God has given me is a sense of calmness and a sense of peace. And like, I know that I'm going to be okay and we're all going to be okay. And my future is great. And like, I've just been reminded of so many things that I'm so much, I'm worth so much more than this, you know? And I think that this has drawn me. I mean, I, I love to serve the Lord. I think that this has drawn me to want to serve the Lord more because that I feel like I've, at first I kind of thought I've like, I don't have this ability to do to serve the Lord anymore because my biggest, like, um, the biggest thing and one of the biggest thing in my life is gone, mm-hmm. but that's not true. And so I think that I've found new ways to serve the Lord. I've been talking to other people, you know, and just like writing songs and you know what I mean? And there's just so many other ways that I found to be able to serve the Lord. And it makes me want to continue to find those unique and different ways to do that. Kaylee, that is amazing. What you just said, that's like a little revelation right there. Like if you think that you're serving Lord in the Lord in one capacity and then something changes in your life where that's not possible, one can feel like, Oh, what am I going to do now? But God is so creative. He's going to call you to, he's going to guide you in what you can do at home. I love hearing that. That is so beautiful. What about you, Lisey? Um, I feel like God has really been looking out for just personally me. Since I'm going to um, Colorado for college, um, I feel like he's gave me like a little extra time with, to like to be with my family because I'm not ready to leave. And if um, I was at school during this whole time, then I wouldn't have this time that I would be able to spend with my family and to really, you know, get to spend time with each other and to settle down. And especially since um, when I go to college, I am going to be on my own. Like I have no one in Colorado. So I feel like this is helping me kind of like be able to cope with things on like on my own, but then also have the support of my family. Like when I was saying that um, now I'm like reading the Bible more and stuff like that, it's getting me into the habit of when I do go off to college, because God is helping me push myself like individually, like no one, my mom didn't ask me, my sister didn't ask me, my brother, um, my dad didn't ask me to um, be like, oh yeah, you should start reading the Bible. Like I, God helped me feel it in my heart that I needed to do that. And now it's kind of setting like a habit. So when I do yes. go off to college, I do have something to rely on. That's so great. And you, I'm sure you remember like Pastor Dave, specifically prayed over our congregation that we would become a congregation or a people who were addicted to God's word. And it is absolutely true. Like it, it is addicted because there's so much power in it. And so mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's so great that you're doing that and that you have found that. Caleb, what about you? I want to get a little excerpt of a of conversation that I had with a buddy of mine. Um, his name's Dane Caesar. If any of you guys know him, me and him, we went on a long walk and uh for about two hours and he told me to really focus on what god's plan is for me and that that i need to sit down and actually pray with him for like an hour and just just ask the lord you know what i need to do and you know i did that and my mom she came up to me like a couple days later and she told me something about ywam and i've always heard about ywam It's, it's a youth uh with a mission basically what it stands for and it's it's really interesting you know they they travel the world for three months 
um, different places and, you know, I, they're, they're a Christian organization and I've really thought about that. And hopefully in the future, one day I could do that after the military. Um, yeah, that, that's my plan for right now is really, I just want to get into uh, missionary work and do a lot of things overseas and, uh, use my, my military, you know, as, as a good way to realize, you know, I could, I could do those things because the military teaches you how to survive off a little bit of stuff. So. So you all are leaders in this generation, like we talked about earlier. I wanted to hear what message would you give to teenagers, some who might be struggling or lonely, um, some that might be feeling, you know, kind of sorry for themselves or really just having a hard time with this. What message would you give to your classmates going through this? I would say, first of all, just stay strong and keep a steady head. You are so important and so worth it. What, what is happening does not define your character. It doesn't define you as a person. It doesn't undermine any of your achievements and accomplishments. You are still very valid. And, you know, you religious or not religious, you, you will always have God on your side. And it's just about taking that step and taking that leap of faith. And this could be the time for you. But just to stay level-headed and just to know your self-worth. Hmm. That's awesome. Lisey, what about you? Um, I would say kind of the same thing. Like, you aren't alone. Everybody's kind of getting used to this. Parents, students, younger kids, they all are getting, like, used to this. And it is hard, but since we're all going through the same thing, we should all be there to support each other. And not just from, like, your own school. Other schools, adults, kids, like, everybody support each other. And if you are feeling, like, alone or lonely, then you have, like, that little empty void that you can, like, fill. And, um, it, like, I filled it with reading the Bible and with God, obviously, like, whatever that may be for you. But um, I would just say, yeah, to support and, um, yeah, support and love on each other because this is a crazy time that we are going through. I love that. That's so true. Caleb, what are your thoughts? So I have two things. Uh, the first one I want to talk about is consistency, uh, just to keep going at it. Even when it's tough, even when it's hard, and you feel like, you know, this is like something I, I just can't do anymore, just keep consistent with it. You know, that's how people uh, who are musicians, they play the guitar, they play the piano, they play drums, they keep consistent with it. And that's how they're, you know, the best in the world. Um, just same as basketball, same as any sport. You know, they, they stay consistent. They train every day, have one one week, one day out of the week where they have a rest day. Um, you know, and the other thing I want to talk about is to start saying good more, to start saying things are good. So if you could just have the mentality to stay consistent through what you do, say good more often and realize that everything has a reason, everything has a purpose, you'll get through life very easily. All right. One last question from Liz. And the a really important question here for the podcast. Yes, we all, okay. I, we got one last question, but then I, and we got a little word for y'all, but I think listeners, us included all want to know what your future plans are. Um, I just committed to the university of Washington this past week. So I'll be attending UW in the fall. I will be studying biology and drama. And I, the main goal is to be on the pre-med track um, for medical school so I can become a pediatrician. Um, but you know what, wherever life takes me, 
it takes me. God has a plan for me, and I'm super excited. Go dogs! <laughs> Go Huskies! How are you so, going to change the world, Lacey? <laughs> okay, so um, I committed to um, University of Northern Colorado with uh, my two best friends and my boyfriend. So Woo! I'm going to have a little bit of family over there. And um, I am going to study medicine as well. Wow. Um, I'm looking to either work in pedi- pediatric NICU or the ER. So Wow. Wow. Yes. But I'm excited. <laughs> That's so cool you get to go with your people. That's amazing. What about you, Caleb? Well, we kind of heard a little bit of your hopes and dreams. Yeah, but um, I'll focus more on the, the short term and the future of uh, the military for me. Um, so I, I think God's telling me that he really wants me to, to do something big in the military, uh, maybe like special forces soon. Um, so I am on a six-year contract with the Army National Guard, and I've already finished a year and a half of it. So uh, by the time that's done, I'll be out of the Air Force because I'll switched over. And I want to join the Navy and hopefully do something in the Navy SEAL line. Um, train myself, maybe do Rangers, hopefully soon. Um, but I feel like I'm, I'm fit enough. I feel like I'm, I'm good enough and God has me in the right way, the right form to do it. And it's all in the mind. You know, it really doesn't de- depend on, you know, your physical physique. It really depends on your mind. Even though you do have to have a good, uh, you know, body and mentality to, to stay healthy, um, the military is definitely something that God's been showing me to, you know, Hey, you need to do something big in this. You know, you're de- you, I have a story, a small story to say it's about being in the military and you're going to make a difference and you're going to make a difference to people. You'll ne- you don't even know you're going to make a difference to there is of all the all the, uh, soldiers I met men and women alike. There's one guy and I don't even remember his name, but he was, um, an NCO several ranks above me. We were stationed in Germany and this, this soldier, um, he's probably about 35 years old at the time. I was only 20. He walked around with a smile on his face all the time. His uniform and his boots were perfect, but he was a man of, of faith and he would walk around and say, God bless you. He, it, when people walk around without complaint and like what you were saying with like an attitude of every, there's something good and trying your hardest and be, and just doing your best. It it's noticeable. And, um, I remember thinking to myself, what is it about this guy? Cause we're all in this sort of tough situation. What, how, how does, how is he able to go around and carry himself with such integrity and such joy and uh, really make a difference um, with just by his attitude. And I got to talk to him once because he was several ranks above me. You don't just go up and like talk to them, but I got to talk to him once and he said he was a man of faith. And so I just believe that the, the Jesus in you, Caleb, is going to shine through and just your hard work and your your, your heart, your work ethic. Um, I, I know you're going to make a difference even just walking around. So that's so cool. Okay, guys. So I have a word and this has kind of become a thing with our podcast. We're episode three. And each time uh, the Lord has sort of given me a word or a verse on my heart. And um, my, my process is honestly, I just pray for the upcoming episode and I just spend some time in my prayer closet and I'm just praying and I just ask God to guide me to a place in his word. And it's very simple. I just hear something in my heart, like go to first Chronicles, you know, it's not that dramatic, but that's kind of what it sounded, sounds like in my heart. And so I go to first Chronicles and I just kind of popped it open and reading in chapter 17 of first Chronicles, the The headline says the Lord's covenant with David. And this is going to go along with what you were saying, Caleb. So I, I just, I feel like 
this is on point right here. I feel like you give me confirmation for this, but to give you some background, Nathan isn't God told God had a word for Nathan to give to David. And uh, he goes and tells David this word that God has given him. And that's, that's the whole chapter. So I'm not going to go into that, but essentially God has given David a word. And so David is responding and he is saying, who am I Lord that you have brought me thus far? You have spoken over me and my house for a great while to come. You know me and you have made known to me great things. Let the word that you have spoken concerning me and my house be established and do as you have spoken and Lord be magnified. For you, my God, have revealed, therefore I have found courage to pray before you. So David is just praying to God and he's saying, you have spoken things over me and you have said things to me, not just once, but repeatedly. And because you have spoken over me, I am coming to you in prayer and I'm agreeing with you. And because you have spoken over me, I have courage, which as you guys know, is the word for redeemed this year, courage. And so I thought this was a good word for seniors and really anyone for listening that God um, does speak a word over our lives. He does give us direction. He's given you direction, Haley, you direction, Lisa, you direction, Caleb, and you guys hold on to that and let that give you courage to go before God in prayer and agree with him, take steps of faith to do what he's saying to do and just see where he, where he guides you. And I, I, the only way we can get a word over ourselves from God is to spend time with him. Just spend that precious alone time with him in prayer and just hear what God is saying over each over your life and then have faith and take that word that he's given over me, over you guys, over the listeners and just go before him in prayer and be courageous about it. Just agree with him and have faith that what he's telling you is for you. So I, I just hope that that blesses you guys. And I, I need to know, I need you to know too, that I wouldn't be saying this if it weren't true for me. Like a year ago, God guided me in some crazy ways to like get into podcasting. I was like, what? I, I had to look up what is a podcast and what do you need for a podcast? And it said, a microphone, check. Okay, I'll go buy one. A computer, check. And then you just you just start talking. And look where we are now, guys. So I had to, I prayed with God. I prayed to God over this last year. I'm like, are you serious? Like you want you want me to do a podcast? Do you want me to to use my my mouth in this way? And there's a bit of that too. I had when when God asks you to, when He's given you a word, there might be a trial period, guys. Whatever He is asking you to use whatever he's asking you to steward it may be an area that you need to work on and for me it was my mouth and for a bit of time uh i felt like god was actually silencing me and so no it doesn't just roll into beauty and blessings i think part of this courage word is that it's going to take courage to have faith in what god shows you because there might be a trial period that you have to work through so be courageous of what he has spoken to you and um, through the ups and the downs of it all. I love that word. Thank you so much for that. And I hope that it blessed everyone listening. And this year, our word is courage. And so even in this time of self-isolation uh, and social distancing, we can still be courageous and we can step out. And this next generation is doing that. We are so blessed to have three young leaders that we love in the Redeem community. Thank you, Haley. Yeah. Thank you, Lisi. Thank, Thank you, guys. Thank you, Caleb. 
awesome to have you. That's it for this week's podcast. Uh, We'll see you next week with more stories of hope. And I hope everyone has a great week. Love you all. Bye.